been a minute hasn't it it has we're back hello hi everybody and welcome to the homewrecker podcast i am the golden greek alex arion joined as always by my beautiful lovely gorgeous amazing incredible wife the lovely monique monique hi 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 i've missed you all i've missed this yeah i miss doing this yeah hopefully it's like riding a bike Hopefully we're not too rusty because it's been a while. Yeah. And uh, why has it been a while? Happy New Year, by the way. Yes, everybody. Happy New Year. We're actually recording on New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Uh-huh. 2023. We made it this far. And we made most of last year in a tent. <laughs> we, we did. <laughs> this is true. Yes. This is true. So I think I believe the last time that we did a show uh-huh. was from the tent. From the tent. And that was... Uh, Before it collapsed on us. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. Don't uh, worry. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. So, uh, we're back. Uh, We haven't really decided on whether or not it's going to be like a normal weekly type schedule because a lot of things have changed in the last six plus months for us. Uh, We've we've moved. We're finally in our new home, thankfully. Still not done yet. Still not done. (laughs) Still not done. But we're here. We're we're inside. We're not in the cold anymore. We're trying to settle. Yes. And yeah, just a lot of things have changed. So we are back. You're going to be hearing from us, seeing us more often mm-hmm. uh, than the past six months. Uh, however, I don't know if it's going to be weekly, bi-weekly. It'll be a semi-regular it, Semi-regular basis, yes. Yeah. But we're back. Yeah. Anyway. So why don't we fill people in on what we've been doing and what's been going on with us? Because it's been a book. A book, yeah. <laughs> it's been a book. Yeah, it, sure, yeah. I, I think I'm going to write that book. Yes. He, Alex goodness. is always saying how he wants to write, but he doesn't know what to write about. And with everything that we've experienced this past year, I, I just said, this is what you need to write about. Because people won't believe everything that's happened to us because it seems just so crazy and unrealistic. I feel like when I tell my friends about what's going on, they probably think, I'm making things up and blowing it out of proportion, but I'm actually like trying not to blow it, like to, to get into the whole thing because it's just so crazy. Yeah. And I feel like the, a lot of the, a lot of people that I've told about stuff that's happened, I still don't get into like super detailed about stuff because I I feel like (laughs) we've told the same thing over and over to different people and and it just becomes repetitive like Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. So I just get, I just try to condense things. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't done yet, but anyway, what else is new? Like it gets down to that, but there's so much more that into every hurdle that it's been thrown at us that we've had to, that we've had to clear and and get over. But Mm -hmm. 
Well, so let's rewind back a bit. So we talked about how we were selling our house. We ended up in April going on a family vacation. And while we were gone, we had an open house. (laughs) Alex's cousin was the one who sold our house. And so they did the open house. And we got back a couple days later and we already had offers. And so we took the best offer. And then it was like, I think they wanted to close in two weeks and we pushed it out to, was it like three or three and a half ish? Yeah. Yeah. But, but basically we, we were in hustle mode to, to get all packed up and moved and everything. And I think we, we talked about that on, on. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just rewinding a bit. So we, you know, we were doing that and we had to figure out while we build, where are we going to live? We priced out campers, RVs, things like that. And then we discovered the most reasonable thing because there's not enough space in my parents' house. We built an addition on there. There's not enough space. So we found what seemed to be a really nice bell canvas tent because we were thinking about a yurt, but the town won't really allow that because it's considered like a structure. Um, So we did a tent and um, it worked kind of. We had days where it would be over a hundred something degrees first time that happened because we have our 22 year old cat um and that's the other thing we lost so a year ago on christmas day we lost our cat junior a few the tuesday before we moved we were moving on a thursday so like three days before we moved we lost our cat yoda she passed away and she was 20 she lived a long awesome life but we were going through that and then we got in hustle mode to move so we get this tent we set up a platform for it And we get it set up, and it seemed pretty good. It got really hot with our cat in there, so we got a portable air conditioner for her to be comfortable. The other thing with the tent, though, is once it starts getting colder, we were told three to four months to build. It's not a huge place. Um, You can see it in the background. (laughs) It's, It's not huge, but it's perfect for us. And we figured, yeah, three to four months. Well, the windows were delayed. And unfortunately, what happened was we were being told that they would be on a certain date in a couple weeks, and we'd wait, and then they weren't there, and then they got pushed two weeks out. So we'd wait, and then they weren't there, and they just kept getting pushed out. They didn't come until almost the end of October. So we're still in the tent. It started getting really cold. We're up basically on a mountain, and we're over 1,000 feet in elevation, and it gets colder up here. So... As we're going in October, November, it started getting down below freezing in our tent, even with heat on. So we were like... We had two portable space heaters going at one point, and uh, it it was... We were keeping it at around 37, 38 degrees. It was was cold. Yeah, we were doing what we could. It's cold. (laughs) And I just... I got a really bad feeling. I was like, we need to get out of the tent. I thought a tree was going to collapse on us, like a tree would fall and collapse on us. I felt like something is going to fall and hit us, and we need to get out of the tent, and it's way too cold. So I got this really bad feeling. So we ended up, the house still wasn't finished, but the floor was down. The walls were up and painted, and we had our mini splits. We didn't even have a bathroom. There was no toilet, no sink, no tub, nothing. But... Um, and no door yet to get to my parents' side. So anytime we wanted to walk over there, we had to go outside. So we moved our bed into the house, and the next day we got less than an inch of snow, and the tent collapsed. It actually, that morning, um, it seemed fine, and then a little bit later we go out, and 
the pole, the steel pole. The steel support pole that was set up in the center of the tent mm-hmm. that keeps it up. Just bent and buckled like a cheap piece of plastic. Yeah. And where it had buckled and went flying, it ripped canvas and it fell right where we sleep. Like right where I sleep. Yeah, if, if we had been in the tent, that pole would have hit you lying on the bed. It could have killed me. It could have hurt me. Um, so I'm glad <laughs> I listened to my gut. But so we had that and, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. But, I mean, the house still isn't completely finished, but we're moved in and. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting there. Re- it was difficult to record, um, especially in the tent with all like the, it being too hot or being too cold. We got a lot of rain this summer, so anytime it would rain, you hear that pounding on the tent. So that would mess up the audio, too. So that is basically why we couldn't record. And we were exhausted. Like, we haven't stopped. We got chickens. Yay. Yeah, got chickens. I love them. You're like ADD with this. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. Your, There's so talking. much. I'm just trying to, like, pick spots and go on that. But, yeah, we got chickens, so that's contributing to the work, taking care of them. And we built basically refurbished two old coops and we built a run with hardware cloth because I don't want any predators getting to my chicky babies. And yeah, so what else is going on? What have I missed? I mean, that's, that's what, what what have you missed? There's so much more that we're not saying. A ton, but but I mean, you know. Yeah. You're going to have to wait for the book. (laughs) (sighs) so it's been a crazy ride for us it's been really stressful um but at the end of the day you know we're here and we made it through all is well it is and i love our home and you know i'm I'm now with my parents so anything they need we're right here for them Yep. and we got our kids and we're all happy and healthy and that's what matters that's it Mm -hmm. that's all that matters so yeah that's that's pretty much the long and the short of it. So until next week, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's that's yeah, that's all. Pretty much it. You've covered everything in uh, in a nutshell. I tried to. I tried to make it brief. That was that was brief. Yeah, yeah. that was brief. So yeah, we're back. Yes. Now, now one weird thing. So there's a few things I want to talk about today. Sure. Okay, on our show, more than once we've talked about like sky trumpets. We've talked about that sound and I was tried to do research to find out what it is, but there's so many different possibilities. It kind of led me everywhere. It became a little too ADD for me. So I put that on the back burner. Fast forward to, was it last week we had a snowstorm? Uh, yeah, about seven to 10 days ago. So within the past two weeks, we had a snowstorm up here. And yeah, I think it was two weeks ago. I'm outside and I hear what sounds like a horn. And I'm thinking, is there somebody? Now we're up on a private road. It's for what, a mile or two, a dirt road? It's It's remote. It's It's remote. Our neighbors are far enough away, but I heard horns. And I'm thinking, is there a truck on the road honking its horn? Like, what could that be? Is it something off in the distance? I'm listening. And it, it's not quite like a truck horn or a car horn, but I, I, I don't know. So I call Alex out and you heard it too. I heard it too. Yeah. And it's, it's exactly like what we had heard when we were in 
Manchester. In our, in our old home. And, uh, when we were shoveling from we were snow. Shoveling from snow. Yeah. Say, it was the exact same sound. And it was bizarre, like, hearing it again. It's always in, like, bad weather. And when we hear when it, heard, yeah, it's bad yeah, weather. It's bad like a weather. storm. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really bizarre. And I, I want to start looking into it again, try to figure out, because I know, like, some things, it was something with transformers can cause, like, a horn-type sound, but it's not quite what we heard. Everything I researched wasn't what we heard. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out what that is. So if anyone's had that experience, if you're outside and you hear a horn, especially like in weird, like bad weather, it was foggy out, it was snowing, dark, kind of cloudy. Yeah, it was, it, it's like, a, it sounds like a, uh, almost like a French horn. French horn, yeah. yeah. Just, just constantly you know, somebody blowing on a French horn, and it, but it's so loud. And it lasted for a certain period of time. We were out there. I started to hear it and it had to be at least 10 minutes. Yeah. I was going to say about 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? It had to be at yeah. least 10 minutes that we yeah. heard it and then it just stopped. Yeah. Was there, did you notice any change in the air pressure or the, the sound around like, like in Manchester when that happened? Did you notice that? Because I didn't notice that. Well, we went out and I was trying to shovel the f- in front of the stairs. So, I mean, I remember the pressure felt like what we felt, that fogginess, that, but I was so focused on hearing and listening and figuring out where is it coming from. But it wasn't like you can point in a certain direction. I, it was trying to think somewhat west, but again, it sounded higher above, but we were higher in elevation than the road yeah so i don't know it's just weird bizarre Mm. how bizarre and i also wanted to bring up something so just think about that like if you've experienced that let us know the other thing that i talked to you about earlier and we've talked about this before is the wind what is up with the wind because you go back 15 years we didn't have winds like we do today being in manchester you hear the wind hitting the house all the time. It might only be 15 to 20 miles an hour or even 12 miles an hour winds, but it's still enough like to have these heavier winds, not a breeze, but like winds and it's year round and it's constant. Year round in the summer. Yeah. All, the winter, all the time. fall, spring, it's everything. Very bizarre. And I started to notice it, I would say maybe 2010, 2011 when I like really where I, when I picked up on it, I was like, what the, what's going on? Like, why has it been so windy lately? Because at the time I was working outside, I was up on ladders all the time. And, and yeah, it, it, so, you know, you had to be real careful with wind. And it just all of a sudden one summer, it was just really windy. And then from that point on, it just was a constant thing. And I don't know what happened, what triggered that, but it's just bizarre, bizarre. But the wind where you can hear it kind of cracking against the house we didn't, I don't ever remember having that much wind year round like no, we do. Not, not in this part of the country. Now, we did an episode on chemtrails and we talked about it being used for weather manipulation. So I can't help but wonder is that one of the side effects? Side effects? Side effects? Do you mean intended or effects? Is it intended? It's I don't not know. A, not a side effect. Anything? I'm trying to be positive here. Well, it's uh, these are not conspiracy theories. It's admitted. No, they admitted it. I'm not saying it's admit, conspiracy they, theory. Yeah, that they even though they still what, call it a, a conspiracy theory, they call it it, but they admit that that's what they're doing. They're now now the new thing is they want to block out the sun. 
okay. Get rid of <laughs> like, our, our you what? know, vitamin D. <laughs> like what? Her bodies need the sun. But, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Maybe they're trying to block out that there's two suns out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, that's I a whole know. other rabbit hole to go I, down. I don't know about that. I, I Again, we you see a lot of these things pop up on, like, social media and stuff. And anything that shows up on that, I don't buy it, it's most tough. of that. Yeah, I just, I said it's, to him earlier, I saw something about the two sons and, but it depends, like you see stuff on Twitter. Come on. And it's somebody who has like such a name that seems like a bot. It's like Max 409277604138. Like you couldn't just like put your name in. It's like, that's their, yeah. not, not the at. I mean, well, but think about it. What if it, you know, you it could, could be a person. One could argue that. Maybe they just made something up. It took the first available name because they they took a video of something and had to get it out there. It's and that's possible. how they did it. I, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I doubt it. I'm sure it was probably a bot, but whatever. It's possible. But that's just the first thought that goes in my mind. Is is this a real person? Yeah, you have to be skeptical because I mean and, and all that stuff's come out too. I mean, we've talked about it in the past. Yeah. I don't know about whether or not we mentioned it on the show or not, but anything Anything on a screen of any kind, you have to question it. You just have to because with the technology, the way that it is, I mean, technology that's available to you and I, ladies and gentlemen, listening and watching, we could, you could download software that can do most of the stuff that you're seeing online. So it's, I mean, look at the filters on cameras and stuff, you know, for like social media stuff. What is that? The snap, Snapchat, Snapchat. I mean, that kind of stuff. It's just. Can't, you can't buy anything. The, the deep fakes that they've that they've oh, shown yeah. and admitted, like how good that technology is, how good. And, I mean, <laughs> you can't trust anything anymore. It's, it's crazy. You, yeah, it's it, it's it's tough to even verify anymore. It, it, I mean, yeah, kind of again, go with your gut. What feels right, what doesn't, and do your own research. We That's say it. that every episode do your own research and trust your gut trust mm-hmm. your instincts because i think you know deep down inside no matter how good the technology gets no matter how good all that kind of stuff i think deep down if you look at something you could tell when something isn't right mm-hmm. you may not know exactly what about it that you're seeing isn't right you can sense but you can something. sense it if you know most people can anyway mm-hmm. i maybe maybe they, it's gotten so good now that it's fooling people but for the most part i think like if you go to that uh what is it that this person doesn't exist.com is that, is that yeah. the site? If you go to that, I mean, you could you, you look at those people for five minutes and then you start to realize, okay, yeah, okay, now I can see why they're not real. But at first, if you just glance and it could fool you. You know, you could, it could fool you. When you're not you. really paying attention. Yeah. And that's how a lot of... A lot of people those, get fooled. A lot of people who like to deceive, they bank on it. Think of like scammers, people who do email scams and how it's like they bank on you not paying attention. Oh yeah, they're and, getting good. And that's everything. Getting, Every type of good. deceit nowadays, they they go towards people. They they target people who aren't paying attention. I mean, we drove around and we see like people with their face down in their phones. They're not paying attention, and you. I'm sure people hear all the time like, "Don't do that. You make yourself a target. You're easier to be mugged or robbed, to be attacked." Because you're not paying attention. You need to always be aware of your surroundings. And it's the same thing with technology. Pay attention. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. 
because it's so easy. I mean, I woke up one morning and I go, I look at my phone, I'm checking my email and I see an email that says it's from Alex and I'm like, oh, okay. And I wasn't really paying attention. I had just woken up and it's like, I almost clicked on it. I wasn't paying attention. If I was paying attention, I would have realized, okay, this isn't Alex, but it was Did like- I get hacked? No, it's just the, they take- the email addresses, like things they make it, hey, I found this. I thought it was really cool. I wanted to show you kind of thing. And I'm like, click like, click on the link or something. And I'm like, what? Okay, I figured you were up. You didn't sleep. You, sent, you found something and you sent me an email. But it's one of those things where it's just easy to get tricked into something because you're not paying attention. So, yeah, got to be careful. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. But my point is, that's how you get targeted because they they bank on people not paying attention. And that's how you see all the shit that they try to fool people with. And then it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. Some of the some of the coolest books I've ever read were by a guy named Kevin Mitnick, who was a computer hacker uh, back in like the 70s and the 80s before he got finally got caught by the FBI. And then, of course, like (laughs) like. Any any uh, good criminal, he went to work for the FBI because he was good at what he did, and they obviously were not, even though they finally caught him. But you know, they they hired him on, and and he worked for them, helping them crack cases and things like that. And he went into detail about a lot of the different scams he would pull and how he would they call it social engineering, how he would social engineer people into giving them hit, uh, giving him their information. It's really fascinating, and just. It, it just it's easy to see how people can be manipulated and now it's at a whole other level and it's got to be even easier because with technology and things like that there's it's rapidly and constantly changing that a lot of people are just kind of you know, how, how often do you get the new terms and services you just agree accept accept not even read what you're accepting or what you're agreeing to and what's i, I love that you said that because i always read it I just want to make sure before I agree to it, I know what it says. And I want to bring up something because it does personally affect me, Etsy. Now, I have an Etsy shop and I sell on Etsy. And I'm going to be very honest. They screw their sellers over and over and over. They up, keep upping the fees and they started adding a fee for shipping. So if you pay, you know, $5.07 for shipping. The fees for who? For you having a like i have to pay etsy for my store so your fees the seller's fees of their because you just to list something you got to pay yeah when you sell it you got to pay but then they added on a shipping fee a few years ago so if you pay five dollars and seven cents for the shipping of something i get charged a percentage of that i'm not making any money on the shipping i'm charging what the actual shipping cost And they're charging sellers. So then you see sellers trying to up their prices even more and then tack on additional shipping charges so it says it's heavier than it is to cover those shipping fees, which is ridiculous for both the seller and the buyer. Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) And so now what they're doing is they want us to go, the sellers to go through a third party verification system to verify that we are who we say we are and our bank account is valid. Now, I've been with Etsy for how many years? And I've never had an issue with my bank account. I'm a real person. And I get there's a lot of scammers out there. 
course. But if you read the terms and service of the third party. That they want you that to they, go through? That they are making you go through oh. to sell through them. Okay. Now, I haven't complied yet. This, this is why I'm closing my Etsy shop. I'm going to put it on vacation mode. But this third party, there's two ways you can verify your bank account. You can give them your bank account uh, like when you log in online, the username and password. What? Okay. Or you can manually do it where you give the bank account number, they put in two deposits, you verify the amount, and then they take it back. It's usually for like one or two cents. All right. That's pretty normal That's with normal. certain things. Here's the thing. They're fine print. The terms and service of the user agreement say that they have access to your bank account, your bank history, your bank statements, your financial transactions. They have access to basically all of your financial information. They can see everything that you do and everything that you've done with your bank. But is that for the, just, just in general, or is that if you give them your, your password? Your account and password. That is for using their services. How would they have access to your bank account, though? Because you're giving them access. You're giving how? them your routing number and your bank account number. But what I'm saying is how can they access your personal info? Like, they can't, unless they have your password and, and verify that they're you. <laughs> I mean, Because by putting those deposits in and taking it out, they're confirming that that is my bank account, right. which should be fine. That's, and maybe they normal. can't if you do it manually, but it still says on the terms and agreement, I am giving them access to that. I'm not doing that. Oh, wow. Okay. It, you know what? That's what their, their terms say. I'm not going to agree to that, so I am not doing it. F that, yeah. And the best part with Etsy is when people go on the forums and complain, they shut down the threads. They say, there's already a thread on this. Please go there. And they shut it down because they have their people who spin it and say, oh, well, it's really not that bad. And you don't have to give your password. You can do this. But when I read the terms and agreements, it didn't specify that that was only if you give your password and log in. It just said, by agreeing to the terms of services. So read those. Don't just click yes, accept, okay, agree, read. Do you want these read. people, these companies, seeing everything you do financially, where you spend your money, how you spend your money, how much you get paid? Mm -mm. That's, where it's, that's where everything's going. I've definitely, you know. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm, I'm like in the Ron Swanson mentality of like, nope, nobody's business. Well, I mean, it, it, it isn't anybody's no. business. Like, why should a, a, a corporation, some third party, whatever the company's name is, why, should they, why should they have access to your bank account information? Yeah. Anybody's bank account information. It's ridiculous. None of your business. But. So, yeah. So, so I am leaving Etsy. So, if you want to get any organite or tarot readings, incense, candles, anything for me, go to tarotbymonique.com. And speaking of that, I forgot to mention before we started, it's the new year. Every year, my dear friend Karen Rontowski does her predictions episode. That is out now. And she has a ton of amazing, great tarot readers and psychics on. And I'm on there. 
And I think I'm like second in the episode, which is really cool. Um, But yeah, listen to it. Check it out. Uh, 2023 should be really interesting, according to my tarot reading and others. So listen to it. It's her predictions episode. Paranormal Karen. So you don't want to give us any taste of what's to come in 2023? (laughs) You don't want to rehash something you've already done for (sighs) someone else? (laughs) I'm Listen to te- the episode. I'm Support my friend Karen. You. I'm teasing. But no, it's, mm, yeah. All I have to say is, especially the end of the year, I feel like something big is coming. I got all major arcana. Numerology came into play with my cards. Like, there was a whole lot of stuff. And The end of 2023? The end of 2023. Like, from August to December was all major arcana. And it was very interesting. And then I pulled, I have a French astrological deck and I pulled that for confirmation for that part. And it just lined up and just clarified because when I did the reading, I got the weirdest gut feeling. It was so like, I felt like there was good, but there was also bad. And I was like, something's off here, but I have a very strong gut feeling. And when I pulled the confirmation cards from the astrology deck it just lined up everything that the cards were saying and then basically kind of made me realize why I was feeling what I was feeling because there's bad but it's gonna bring good that's the cycle of life though right yeah so wow interesting interesting so we're in for a rough uh (laughs) end of the year Uh, no it's 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 weird it's supposed to get better by the end Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm confused. I, I so thought. kind of like mid-year, it's going to start like, just listen to the show. Listen to Karen's right, show. Yeah, listen to that show. There you and go. And then maybe I'll talk about it like in the next episode. Sounds good. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, one thing that um, we, we did, we saw a couple of concerts this summer. Yes. We want to talk about that real quick. Yeah. That was something different that we 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 never go out. The last concert we went to was Poison. Yes, Poison and Cheap Trick back in 2018. 2018, okay. Or 2019. It was 2018 or 2019. It might have been 2018. I believe it was 2018 we went. And I think the last concert I went to was Motorhead. That was in 2009. That was, yeah, like 13 years ago. Um, Yeah, so... My dad loves John Fogarty. I love John Fogarty. How can you not love Creedence Clearwater Revival? And my dad wanted to go, but he was having a back procedure. He was having surgery done, and we didn't know if he'd be ready. And Alex was actually the one who said, like, let's just get him. Let's get the tickets. Let's take him. And if he can't go, we'll sell him. But at least if he can go, if he's healed up and feeling better by then, he can go. So (laughs) we got the tickets. And I took my dad to go see John Fogarty, and it was freaking awesome. He had, like, this kid come out, and I forget the person's name, but he he was, like, just came out. Like, they played, um, I want to say it was, like, Rock and Roll Girl was the first song they played, and this kid just, like, mid-song comes out and starts playing the saxophone, and it was just great. So he just, like, come out during certain songs. And just the way he was dressed just reminded me of a kid I would see in, like, a 90s ska band, like, going to shows in Boston, and they're just like, I'm in high school, I'm in a ska band, I play the saxophone, like, the Chucks, like, brown pants and, like, a black shirt but it's like um like a button-down black shirt kind of okay yeah yeah. but it was really fun and John Fogarty 
was traveling with his sons. So his two sons were playing and they're friends because they have their own band. So his son's band opened for them. Okay. And then like a group of those members came out and joined them and played with him, which was really cool having just like his kids there playing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. What else? What other bands? What concerts? I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers at Fenway Park in September. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't go. So Al- no, Alex didn't go to John funny. Fogarty. I didn't go to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, so we didn't go we didn't go together unfortunately. Uh I went with my brother and it was wow. I he asked me to go. Um and I I I like the Chili Peppers, but it's not like a band that I listen to all the time or anything. Uh, well, then. <laughs> uh and I turned him on to the Chili Peppers back at, when I was in high school and he was in junior high. So, and I, I had forgotten about all this. This is all my brother telling me the story that I introduced him to the Chili Peppers and that's his favorite band of all time. And like, that's all he listens to. And he had never been to a concert before, which I didn't know. I didn't realize that. And so he said, I want my, I want to go to my first concert. I want to go to the Chili Peppers at Fenway, and I want to go with you because you turned me on to them. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's go. And so, yeah, we went and had a blast. It was awesome. The uh, What was his name? Oh, gosh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Thundercat opened up for them. Uh, he was the bassist for suicidal in, tendencies. infectious grooves, I believe, and and su- or was suicidal. Yeah, I, I think it was yeah, suicidal, suicidal tendencies. tendencies. That's right. Um, yeah, so he opened up, and it was it was all right. It was pretty cool. It was funky, but there was like nobody in Fenway yet. It was maybe like a thousand people in Fenway, and we had good seats too. We were right down on the floor. It was good. And um, the next band that opened up was Saint Vincent, who I also had never heard of had no clue who that was and it's a it's a girl and she has you know her whole band and everything has like uh backup dancers and singers and stuff and she was awesome and 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 by the time she was in like had taken the stage more people had started to fill in and then right at it was around eight fifteen, as soon as it got dark they hit all the lights in at Fenway and uh, you know, went down on the stage and everything. And then the Chili Peppers came out, and it was that the, because of where we were, we, where we were sitting, and with my neck and stuff, it's hard for me to turn my head and everything. So I finally turned around for the first time right after the Chili Peppers came out and like played their first song. I turned around, and the place was just packed, sold out. I don't know how many people were there, probably. 55,000, 60,000, however many people you can fit in Fenway, plus all the, you know, the whole field was pretty, was, filled, uh, up. Was pretty filled up with chairs and everything. And actually, they added rows in right on the floor uh, you know, right before the Chili Peppers came out. So they must have sold like another several hundred or thousand tickets to people last minute. And, you know, those were all filled in as well. So it was packed, but it was awesome. Flea still jumps around like he's 20 years old. It's crazy. Yeah, you showed me a video. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Kiedis is still showing off Anthony his abs Kiedis like he's 20 still, years old. Still Good, for like, Good for them. Still looks like he did 30 years ago. You know, yeah. It's, it's, Chad Smith and, still and, looks like Will Ferrell. Yep, yeah. And John Frusciante's freaking awesome on the guitar. Holy cow. 
amazing live, amazing live, so good. And uh, yeah, so now I listen to the Chili Peppers a lot more. But and then <laughs> we saw Adam Sandler. And the, yes, and then we saw Adam yeah, Sandler. We uh, his, he was coming around his oh, first show in Manchester. In Manchester yeah. Which I guess he calls it his hometown. He wasn't born in Manchester, mm-hmm. but That's he where lived he grew there, up. grew up there and everything, went to high school there. So Yeah, and um, it was my brother's birthday, so yeah. I wanted to, because my brother and I, when we were in high school, we would listen to Adam Sandler's cassette in his Jeep driving to school and after school, and it was just a cool memory that I have with my brother, and so I thought, that'd be really cool if I could take him to see Adam Sandler. So the three of us went. It was freaking awesome. It was so it was good. Really and good. Yeah. I've talked about how I love Adam Sandler on the show. I think he's really funny. I've seen the majority of his movies and I love them. Even like the ones people hate. Like Jack and Jill. Everyone hates that movie, but I love it. I love it. Not a fan um, of that movie. I <laughs> see, I love whatever. it. But um yeah, I, I, it was just it was really good and he he did um the Chris Farley song. I think he does that at all. Yeah, of his live shows, but it was so sure. good. It was awesome. It, yeah, and it was just like it's so beautiful, and I'm like tearing up because I loved Chris Farley. It was weird when I was a kid. I watched Saturday Night Live. My parents owned a video store. I don't know if I've mentioned that ever before on the show, but we would get the videotapes of Saturday Night Live, and it would be a compilation of episodes. And they'd be with, like, Gilda Radner and Dan Aykroyd. And so we would watch those. So I loved Saturday Night Live because I would watch it on the cassette from the 70s. And then there were nights when I could stay up and I'd get to watch it with my parents. And then as I'm not a night owl, so I would try to stay up to watch Saturday Night Live, especially during the time with Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. I'd usually be lucky if I could make it past the first band performance because it's just past my bedtime. (laughs) But I loved watching it. I loved Chris Farley. And so when he played that song, it was just beautiful because, you know, obviously, like, he passed away now what seems like so long ago, but it doesn't seem that long ago to me. And it's like, oh, yeah. That was back then. Wow. It feels like it wasn't that long ago. Time flies. So yeah, I teared, teared up a little bit, but it was just really, it was awesome. I do wish he played phone wallet keys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, look out Adam Sandler phone wallet keys. It's like the funniest song ever. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's but I didn't good. care. I still thought it was a great show. It was funny. It was entertaining. Yeah, he had uh, some special guests too. Yes. So he had the the opening comic. I cannot for the life of me remember who he was. Came out. He told a couple jokes. He tried. He tried. You know, but you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, and then Rob he, Schneider. Uh, Dan, oh. Dan Patrick came out <gasps> from right. ESP. You know, from ESPN, who's been in all the Sandler's movies and stuff. He comes out to introduce the special guest. Rob, Rob Schneider, Schneider, who came on, that was awesome. That was really cool. That that uh, and he was he funny, was and he was he was hilarious. Yes. Yeah, he was he, he did was really funny. Yeah, he did a good maybe thirty to I was forty minutes. Say, set. I think almost thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. He, and then and then like Adam Sandler came out and did what two hours? Yeah, a solid. We two sang hours. Happy Birthday to his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was really cool. It was a fun time. So definitely, if 
you like Adam Sandler, go see him live. Oh, such a good Really live funny. Show. It's entertaining. Yeah, very good. And, and that's something that I kind of think about, like, all the seriousness in the world. And we talk about, like, actors and how there's so many actors out there. And, you know, they're just trying to sell you something. And I think it's really important not to get caught up in that too much where you can't enjoy yourself. Like, you have to still be able to allow yourself to be entertained and laugh and have fun. So. Yeah. And, and, and I got to say, too, the thing that I really enjoyed about that particular show, because I know a lot of comics and a lot of stand-up comedies got real political, and there wasn't really much of that at all. And, and anything that was said was done in, in a very tasteful way and, and in, in a nonpartisan way. Yeah. So it was very just entertaining, and that can still be done. It's just too bad that so many people that are in the entertainment business and in industry feel the need to... Use jump on whatever soapbox. social yeah. agenda is 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 in vogue at the time uh in order to uh you know get in the good graces of the powers that want to be mm-hmm. but you know what are you gonna do yeah but yeah so that that was fun i think this year definitely was stressful it, it, building a house is stressful Oh, back to the building the house again. No, I'm just talking about <laughs> the year it's stressful and i think that's also why we felt like we're going to do these things. You know, we're going to go to these concerts. We're going to spend this time with our family. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, it's family that's important. You know, and you have to have that happiness. Making memories. Yeah. Because really, at the end of the day, that's all you have. You have your your you have your memories and you have the time that you spent mm-hmm. with, with you know, family, with friends, with loved ones. And if you have the opportunity to do something, do it. Yeah. Definitely. That's, you know, that's, that's, and, and that's, that's it. part of how we mentioned with the recording schedule, because we don't want the show to dictate our time with our family. And we just, you know, we want to make sure that if we can't get to an episode one week, that's okay, because our family's more important. We, we went ab- about three years straight mm-hmm. with uh, putting out weekly episodes, sometimes twice a week, we had bonus episodes here and there, yeah. we did a lot of that. Uh, and, and loved it, loved every minute of it, loved doing it, yeah. uh, towards the end, especially with the move and everything, it, it was getting, it, it felt like a burden more like, a, like, a yeah, exactly. And I never wanted to do this and have it feel like work. Mm-hmm. Cause then I think that that reflects on what, you know, our conversation and whatever we're talking about. The whole point is for Alex and I to have fun talking to each other and you get to listen and now you're a part of our conversation. And occasionally we have guests and and things like that. And I love that. Yeah. But when there's so much going on and you barely feel like you have time to do everything you need to do and then have to record an episode and then have to do it in a tent with terrible sound and terrible lighting. Yeah, that was rough because I I was pretty bummed. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I was pretty bummed that we couldn't but because i i wanted to continue even right in the tent i wanted to keep going because that's how i am if i if i'm doing something i want to be consistent I, I'm, I'm a big believer in consistency that's how you're successful mm-hmm. at anything and, and sometimes it, it happens faster than 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 other times but consistency is big for me mm-hmm. and when we when we couldn't just i just realized that there's we can't there's just no way because of just the sound and it was just the temperatures, the fluctuating and everything. It was just, 
I mean, there it, were it, it there were times where you could see work. our breath, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't think this is gonna be good. Where you know we weren't comfortable, you know exactly where we were. And yeah, and and just you know uh, being in a, in a new environment with a bunch of stuff going on that we had to constantly be attending to, and and just different things that we had to be you know that that we became responsible for that yeah. we we took upon ourselves to become responsible yeah. for. It was very difficult to do research for for things for shows, and it, it bummed the hell out of me. But I think it was for the best, okay. and I, I think if we would have kept trying to go, I think everything would, everything would just, have suffered. Would, yeah. And, and and if it became uh, something that I wasn't proud of, I, I wouldn't put it out. It, we would have recorded a bunch of stuff that I would have said, you know, we're not even putting this one out. Mm-hmm. We And every so. time we tried to record something, even if it was just like a few minutes to say, hey, we're still here. This is what's going on. Every time we scheduled, like, let's do it this day, something would come up. Something would happen. Something would come up. And even, it was just like, oh, Even geez. like recently, it's like, oh, yeah, let's record. And then we got sick. And there's just something. So it was like the universe was saying, not yet, not yet. So apparently... Tonight was the night the universe said, have at it, kid. And yeah. we did. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. One of the things that I want to bring up, too, the sounds from in the tent. When you're sleeping outside, any you Any hear, of you avid campers out ooh, there, you, yes. you can probably relate to this. Yes, and it's just really cool because you don't hear this when you're in the city. And even like where I grew up, I didn't always hear these sounds, but I got to hear a barred owl for the first time. And we got to hear that barred owl quite a, a bit. lot. And then all of its friends uh-huh. and their conversations. And I'm thinking, is this a barred owl? Like, wait a minute. Is, is there something else jumping in this conversation? And it sounded like it was right up by our tent. Like right up. Yeah, it was, it was close. close. It yeah. was close. And yeah. we heard coyotes. Coyotes that were also very, got very yeah. close. And sounded like some fox, some gray fox. Yeah, the gray um, fox. Bobcats. Yo, I chased a bobcat because I didn't want uh, it to eat a baby deer. <laughs> deer. Yes, deer lots around. of deer. We you just don't saw, really hear them. You no, just see, we them. see them. We actually, so it was white-tailed deer that we were seeing. And then just this week, we, we've been seeing two mule deer, which is really cool. Because I'm like, it almost kind of looks like a donkey in its face. And it's like, oh, it's a mule deer. It was just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So all kinds of fun yeah. sounds that you hear outside. Especially and, at night. And then at night, if we wanted to use the bathroom, we have to go outside. And it was I just remember I'd have to shine the flashlight. Or even if we were gonna like go outside to go inside, you know, before we went to sleep, shine the flashlight to make sure there's no animals sure around. There's no bears around because there are, there bears are around here. There are bears. And my dad was driving down the street and saw one going across the street. Um, so there are bears and other animals. So definitely so you go have outside to be and shine the light. I said, I mean, I have to look out for the yep. animals mm-hmm. and see, make sure nothing's going to ambush us, especially because, you know, we have Bobcat and you were the one who spotted it first. Yeah. Yeah. And it was gray, which I, I feel like you don't see gray Bobcat often, but it was gray. And then we had a mama deer with her baby and I'd go for a walk in the back and I could hear it. And I'm thinking, okay, this is close. And so mama deer was by the pond 
And then she got spooked and I see the bobcat running out and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. So I run out and start yelling at the bobcat because bobcats get scared. Like lights turn on, it scares them. You yell at them and usually they don't come back. And I was just thinking, I don't want it to eat the baby deer. Not that I don't want it to eat. I just didn't want it to eat that baby deer. So I kind of yeah at it. Yep, you did. Oh, and I, I just want to share this because nature's crazy. We have a bunch of frogs by our pond. And I went out because we have turtles and we have snapping turtles and sun turtles. And I went to go look because the snapping turtle was out there with another turtle. Big snapping turtle. With a female who didn't seem very interested in him. And I went out later on to go look around because I wasn't home when the turtle made his appearance. And I see like we have so many frogs and they're beautiful green frogs and bullfrogs. And I I look and I see this really beautiful green frog. And I'm just like, hi. And I say, you have to be careful. There's a turtle around here. I'm talking to the frog. I don't care. And I'm telling, I'm telling her, be careful. There's a turtle. I don't want you to get eaten. And I was just, you know, talking to the frog. So then I make my way and I'm walking around the pond. And then I stop and I see another green frog. And I go, hi, how are you? And it jumps up and as it jumps and leaps away it starts peeing and I'm like oh okay and as it lands it lands and like half a second later this huge bullfrog grabs it and sucks it in and eats the frog and it's like head first in this bullfrog's mouth and its legs are like shooting and like like kind of like shaking and I'm just in horror thinking oh my god what do I do do I try to open up the frog's mouth to let it out? And then I'm thinking, well, this frog wasn't very friendly to me. It tried to pee on me and run away. But, and as I'm thinking these thoughts in many, like, like these microseconds, I can hear the bone crushing, the frog's jolly crushing this frog. And I'm just thinking like, oh my God, this is horrifying, but it's nature. And I guess it's too late to do anything now. So... That was an experience. Nature. But I do like to think that the other frog that was nice to me, (laughs) she was okay. So that was good. All right, then. (laughs) Oh, and we saw this big snake in our pond, too. Oh, yeah, the snake, Yeah, we got snakes. All kinds of wildlife. It's awesome. It is. It's, It's exciting, for sure. Yes. So... Fun little little things that I'd yeah. like to share. Yes. Nature. You are, yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh I think I mean that's that's a I think a good point to to sign off yeah. uh for now and um you know, hopefully soon we will be back mm-hmm. talking about something interesting, something that we find interesting. Yeah, and if you have a topic you want us to look into, let us know. Yeah, yeah. So we're 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 gonna try to get back to uh, social media a little bit and uh, I haven't been on social media and I gotta tell you that before we go that is so freeing and just not looking at a phone or computer screen or whatever and going on social media is like the the greatest thing if you ever want to give yourself a, a mental break if you ever just want to do like a quick reset for your life 
Get off social media. Turn notifications off on your cell phone. Don't even look at it. Just try for a day and see what happens. And then see if you can go two days and see if you can go a week. And then then you won't want to go back on. There's nothing to go back to. You realize I'm not missing a damn thing. I'm not missing anything. So, yeah, try try that. It's it's very, uh, I, I said this to you the other day, just not being on social media at all and not being on, like, my phone at all, not mm-hmm. being alone in my thoughts when I'm, you know, alone, if you will, when I'm not talking to the children or you and just thinking about things and just you start to kind of get back to living life again. And paying attention to what's around you. And, and it's, we, we have a, a phenomenal existence. And we're, we're, as a society, as people, as a culture, whatever you want to call it, as a species now, we're just always looking at screens. We're pulled away we're from always, it. We're always looking at our phones. And, and we're always distracted by something that we're looking at on a phone. And we're not All we attention. have to do is just put the damn thing down and look around and live life. Yeah. Because it's amazing and it's exciting. And I, I really hope that in the new year, anybody listening or watching this, I hope that people can do that mm-hmm. more this year. Just put down the phone, even if it means not listening to us. Yeah. Turn off the computer, turn off the television, go Take outside. Take a break. Pay go attention outside. to what's Take outside a walk. around you. Pick up a book, <laughs> read a book, mm. anything. Yeah. Get off the screens for a while. It's amazing. Life is amazing. It's phenomenal. It really is. So on that note, until next time. Well, why don't. Oh. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I was going to say, I just want to put out there that for the month of January for Understandings Hypnosis, I'm doing something special. This is a one time only deal for the month of January. If you schedule your consult and appointment with me in January, you're getting 50% off your appointment. I look at it. deal. This past year, everything went up with prices. Everything's so expensive. People can't afford to buy food. How are they going to afford self-care? How are they going to afford to help themselves with things for mental health, physical health, spiritual health? How are they going to be able to justify that? And I thought with New Year's resolutions and a new year, a new start, I want to do something good and I want to help people help themselves. So 50% off, half off. A hypnotherapy session with me. If you want to do past life regression, great. If you've already had a hypnotherapy appointment with me, just send me an email, monique at innerstandingshypnosis.com. Shoot me an email. Let me know you want another appointment. I'll give you the coupon code. And if you haven't had an appointment with me, schedule a consult. It's free. We just want to make sure hypnotherapy is right for you and get a plan. And then you get a coupon code. Use it for any appointment time in January. 50% off. There you go. Yeah. Can't can't beat that. So take advantage of that. And until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, incredible wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at HomewreckerPod. You can also visit our website, HomewreckerPodcast.com, where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store.
Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter, at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult. And follow me on Twitter, at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at TheAlexArion. And you can check out my website, alexarionfitness.com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you. Many people are unaware just how much hypnotherapy can help them or think it's only to help lose weight or quit smoking. But there is so much more hypnotherapy can do. It can help with stress, anxiety, insomnia, phobias, performance enhancement, connecting with your spirit guides and higher self. You can even discover past lives and your life between lives. Heal traumas, break habits, find your deepest truth, or just have fun discovering who you really are, all from the comfort of your home. I'm Monique Pliakis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, and I want to help you. Schedule a free consult by going to www.innerstandingshypnosis.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-S-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. Innerstandings Hypnosis. Find your power and ignite your inner light.